0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinz Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need, backed with 24 7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season 2 of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novela,
4: which is just a very extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. I'm Femme. and I am Mala Muñoz. Locatora Radio is your prima's
3: favorite podcast hosted by us, Mala and Diosa.
4: We're two IG friends turned podcast partners breaking down pop culture, feminism, sexual wellness, and offering fresh takes on trending topics through nuanced interviews with up-and-coming Latinx creatives.
3: Known as Las Locatoras, Las Mamis of Met and Bullshit, The Porcasteras Next Door, and Las Porcasteras Peligrosas, we've been podcasting independently since 2016, and we're bringing our radiophonic novela to the My Cultura network to continue sharing stories from the
4: Latinx community. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 7. Take,
3: Take us, to us to your network. network. Hola, hola, Locamores. Welcome back to another capítulo of Locatora Radio. I'm Diosa.
4: And I'm Mala.
3: You're tuning into capítulo 155, 155.
4: Last time on Locatora Radio, we talked about influencers and gatekeeping.
3: Tune into that one if you haven't already. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing one of the hottest and newest bands of the moment, the Tiaras.
4: A little bit about the Tiaras before we bring on the sisters to talk about their music. So, like I said, these are sisters turned bandmates, Tori, Sophia, and Tiffany Baltierra, collectively known as the Tiaras. They are a multifaceted band comprised of Mexican-American sisters, musicians, and songwriters who started recording the beginning of their album this year in 2023. They are genre-defying artists from Texas, and they're on a mission to spread their inspiring and empowering messages.
3: So without further ado, let's welcome on the Tiaras.
5: Hello, we are the Tiaras. My name is Tori Baltierra. My name is Sofia Baltierra. And I'm Tiffany Baltierra. Thank you for
3: being here, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. This has been a long time coming to have you on Locatora Radio, so very, very excited. And just to get us started, I would love if each of you could introduce yourselves and just tell us a little bit about you.
5: So I'm Tori. I'm the lead singer and guitar player of the band. I'm 21 years old. I went to school for audio engineering and yeah, that's, uh, there's a lot about me, but I'm the youngest. I'm the baby of the band. I'm Sophia and I'm 23 years old. I'm the drummer of the band. Uh, I went to school for marketing and I try to use that for our band and Tori does like the audio engineering too for the band. So it was cool. And I'm Tiffany, I'm the oldest, I play bass and I went to school for nursing. So I'm currently working um, as a nurse on a cardiovascular and stroke unit. So I can't really <laughs> incorporate that into the band, but. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> if we go on tour and one of us gets a medical emergency. Yeah, me. it's already new there, yeah.
3: I love that so much. We need nurses and we need musicians. So it's like a, so lovely to see. Um, Tell me about how you fell into these roles, specifically in the band. Like, how did you decide to pick up these instruments?
5: What's the origin story of being a musical family? So the origin story of being in this musical family is, our father was a DJ a long time ago when we were children, and we followed him around to his gigs and his parties, and just really got in tune with so many genres of music. And at a young age, Tiffany picked up piano from our grandmother and was doing that for a while. And then Sophia was put into percussion lessons um, because she was always the kind of kid that loved to, to tap on things. And then suddenly there was a guitar in our house and I was really interested in that. And in school, my music teacher played guitar as well and I was put into lessons. So we were all individually in lessons And our mother kind of had this, like, great idea of putting us in, like, a band class with a music academy. And so we just started learning music together and created that sisterhood within music and that bond and then wrote songs together. And then our mother started managing us because she managed our father with his DJ career. And ever since then, we've just been hitting the stage and growing along the years and we love what we do.
3: Thank you so much. That's such a beautiful story. And I love that it, it speaks to y'all very much doing a little bit of everything or like being involved in like all the ways down to like the family. And I had the cutest, immense privilege of meeting y'all back in October and I got to see like the family dynamic and your dad is amazing. And so it, it's so good to hear that backstory. So tell us about what motivated you to start this band. Did you always want to be musicians? I think it was
5: it's in our blood. I don't know if that sounds like cocky, but I think it's like it's always been in us. And the fact that we all played our own instruments, people always made the joke like, oh, my gosh, you guys have a band. Mm. And we we're like, oh, wow, we do. Like, like we're not just the dancers or the singers. Yeah. Um, we, we were like ridiculed a lot. Uh, When we were younger, we would show up to the shows and people would be like, oh, like you guys actually are the band. Like, where's your band? You know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, our father is really, really integrated in this whole like familial musical system that we have going on here. And it was amazing seeing you in October for um, the music festival. And we're such big fans of the podcast and I am too. And I'm like freaking out right now. I was listening <laughs> to like the podcast all day trying to catch up on the episodes. But I'm going off topic now. <laughs> <Sorry>.
3: <laughs> no, no, this is um, this is amazing. I, we love hearing the backstory. And I want to ask you next, like, what is the inspo behind your name, the Tiaras?
5: The inspo behind our name, our last name is Baltierra So we took that last part of our last name and just changed the spelling to be the Tiaras. Um, We used to be called the Tiara Girls because we were performing when I was about like 10 years old, Sophia was about 12 and Tiffany was about 14. And so we had that kind of girly, girl band thing going on. And then a year ago, we changed our name to the Tiaras as we stepped into our own sound and our own womanhood through music and our own lives.
0: you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave and then she just Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: I first saw you guys on TikTok and you guys have been killing it on TikTok. And so, I, yes, I'm super curious about how you go about deciding what clips you're going to share and what you're going to put out there because there seems to be a science and you all seem to be nailing it.
5: <laughs> you know what's funny about that? <laughs> the videos we plan really hard end up not going anywhere. And then the videos that were like, Oh, let's just post this because we have it are the ones that blow up and it's like crazy and then when it comes to writing a caption and you know you got to use those certain hashtags that takes us probably more time than it does to edit a video to like post it like we really put our heart and soul in the caption (laughs) like it's hard and it's hard at the shows we try to get the audience to take clips and stuff but a lot of people will just post their story and never send it to us but with the few clips that we have gotten from our dad or someone in the crowd, like we try to post those and show people how fun our shows can be and ask people what cities they want us to go to. And it does really well, but it's yeah, literally the TikToks and the reels that I'm just like, like in the bathroom, do my business, like wanting to post. <laughs> on something, like, those are the clips that do the best. You know, It's that yeah. I think that's just the science behind it. You just have to like, let go of the expectation and like the need for the validation and just like focus on wanting to connect with your audience so yeah
3: that's so real because that's we definitely get stuck in our head about like what are we posting and there's just so much there's so much now right and we've been Mm -hmm. for us like the instagram was super strong and now we're like pivoting to tiktok like everybody else um but that's actually how we found y'all was through tiktok mala sent me a video of y'all and it was, we just loved your sound and we loved, we love what y'all are doing. And so Tori, this question is for you. Tell us about your powerhouse anthem, Soy Chingona.
5: Our powerhouse anthem, Soy Chingona, was written a few years ago. Just, it was inspired by a lot of the women in Austin, Texas and Texas in general that we were surrounded by around the years that we started writing music that was a reflection of our advocacy and our culture. And we saw a lot of women that had small businesses with just like merchandise that had the word chingona on it. And we didn't really know what it meant. And we talked to our grandmother and she was kind of like, the girl don't say that. (laughs) And we were like, why? (laughs) Then we um, learned about the reclamation movement behind it and wanted to jump on that bandwagon with our own music. And so we wrote sui chingona as an anthem for The whole movement and it's become like one of our biggest songs and it's beautiful to see a lot of women come to our shows and sing the songs with us and just dance around with their friends and it has so much meaning and we got to sing it at a women's march here in Austin at the Capitol and it was a beautiful moment and it just really like held that essence of what the song is about so yeah.
4: And Tori, you have such an incredible, powerful voice, really beautiful singing. Do you ever find that maybe people find a clip or find you online and then when they hear the full range and the full song or they see you performing in person, are people surprised? Do they underestimate your your ability?
5: I I don't know. I mean, I've gotten a lot of different comments that people say I sound like Gwen Stefani or they are kind of I guess they are surprised of how low my voice can go and how high it can go but in the live shows I definitely bring a different energy than the studio versions like even my dad will be like you don't sound like you're a little girl girl anymore Mm. um but thank you so much for saying that (laughs) I think like even since we started people would see us and then see Tori and how small like you know in stature she is but then when she sings her voice is so big and like it you can like see people's faces change and it's always been like that so it's like it's really exciting to see i feel like also when she announces her age on stage people go crazy about that because they're shocked so i think definitely people are like amazed at how young you are and how great you are Sophia,
3: you know, in addition to your amazing performances and talent, y'all also have such a cohesive look. And so I'm wondering how y'all pull your looks together and how do you stay like very much in like in your own individual look but also create this cohesive look together as a band.
5: I think for sure like for every show we're always coming together to talk about like what clothes we're going to wear so we like don't look crazy within like our colors. <laughs> But so, like, if we agree on black, it's the color black, but our outfits definitely resemble who we are in a different way, which I love. And I, I'm sure the crowd notices that, too. You can definitely see our personalities. I don't know. I think yeah. we're good at staying true to ourselves, but also I think we all complement each other. Really yeah, well. like, Sophia's style is more, like, tight skirt, crop top, like, more yes. like... um. Fancy, like (laughs) out on the town kind of vibe, but then Tiffany's like kind of she looks very Tejana when she's Tejana vibes, but also like going out in the town in a way. And And then Tori's like the gay one, I'm like the one that like looks like she likes to wear pants, but like a little open top, a little bit, yeah, but like still the baggier look, yeah, yeah.
3: I love that. I mean, and, and that's why I asked this question because I picked up on it when I saw y'all, and in, and when I was prepping for our interview and looking at y'all's socials, I could see the different personalities, and I, so I was so curious, like how much of that is pre-planned, and so it sounds like it's a little bit of both.
5: Yeah, yeah, we grew up really into the Cheetah Girls, too. <laughs> and so we loved how, I think we might have taken inspo from them, to yeah, be honest. Honestly. Just how, yeah, everyone shows their own true selves. But we try to be cohesive because we're a band. And I'm jealous of the bands that, like, can wear whatever they want on stage and still look, like, yeah cool. But we just think too hard about We it. think too hard. <laughs> we we want to be organized. So.
3: There's a uniform to it. I love it.
4: Yeah, you guys really pull it all off beautifully, Tiffany. So you guys are genre-defying, and your music is a mix of everything. How would you guys describe and define your sound?
5: I feel like recently we've been like saying we're alternative, Latin, Mm -hmm. pop rock, I guess. But I also I feel like the way we explain ourselves is always changing, but also always shrinking down a little bit. Like, we would have, we'd be like, oh, we play, we're alternative Latin uh, (laughs) pop. We would name name all your Spotify genres. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, we're slowly trying to, you know, I guess, I don't know, maybe create our own little name of our genre but it's hard. (laughs) I think like our dad being a DJ is like what kind of influenced influenced us to have such a wide range of genres that we like to pick from but I think that's the thing that's going on with like younger Latin artists that are like Chicanas or Latin American. I think like we just pick from every single thing that has influenced our lives and so a lot of us are genre-defined and
0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just
4: Yeah, I, I would imagine that you guys, because the the Texas element, the siblings, the band, all those things combined, like, I would imagine people have made comparisons to obviously Selena y Los Vinos and Los Lonely Boys, right? Like, yes. and you guys. Yes.
5: yes. No, Selena's like one of our biggest inspirations. Los Lonely Boys, we got to like be in touch with them and go to a few of their shows and learn about their story. And a long time ago, we got to meet A.B., Quintanilla, the brother, and the original AB, her father, and just got to really talk to them and connect with them, but Selena has really been, like, the blueprint for us um, since we were little, and just everything about her has influenced us in our personal lives and and within our musical lives, so we give thanks to her, like, mm-hmm. all the time, so. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, same. Same. Santa Selena.
4: (laughs) We give thanks over here all the time. Can you guys tell us a little bit about like your creative process? How does a song come together like from the ground up?
5: So a song for us um, usually starts with me. I kind of take my sisters into account, whether it be a story, a feeling that we're talking about a lot, um, a theme. And I kind of just create a guitar a chord progression, a melody, and some lyrics that are in my notes, and then I go over to our producer, and we start creating a demo, and my sisters kind of create their parts and, and uh, help me with lyrics and melodies and stuff like that, and then we just start recording and practicing, and then we end up playing it, and it's, it's scary because it's like our own baby, and we love it so much, and then we have to give it out into the world and it's not ours anymore. Not fully ours anymore, but it usually starts with that, like a very like in the bedroom just writing your own kind of stuff and then you set it out free.
3: That's real. Yeah. You have to let the (laughs) art into the world. You have to let it be. You have to let it breathe. You have to share it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and speaking of y'all are having an amazing year already i mean we're barely at the top of march and you're performing at south by southwest and you're recording Mm -hmm. an album so tell us what you're able to share with us we're so excited for you tell us more
5: well we're gonna be posting our south by shows, so look out for that we have a good juicy list i really like the shows we got this year they're gonna be super fun and we have announced a cover coming out for La Negato Tomasa, which is March 7th, I believe. Yes. Yes. So that's a good hit right there. That's, that's... what we went viral for on yes, TikTok. Yes, multiple times. TikTok showed us so much love, so we want to show it back and release the cover. <laughs> no, they TikTok literally, like, pushed us into the studio. <laughs> yeah. I love that and yes we're still working on that album trying to make it perfect because this is our first album this is really like we're really nervous about it Mm -hmm. it's a culmination of everything that we've done so far um and we are signed with a label and a management now for the past couple years so that support has been really really helpful and just having so many new fans that's that are coming in every single day from all over the place is really overwhelming we hope to be in la soon go back over there and we're just working hard and doing the best we can.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it definitely shows. I mean, I have a follow-up question because you mentioned La Negra Tomasa. How do you decide what covers you're going to cover? I mean, clearly your musical family, your genre-defying, there's so much to pick from. So how do you decide what covers you're going to cover?
5: Well, definitely, like we said, like the TikTok love really pushed us to do it also just the vibes when we're performing it live it's so fun the crowd is so fun the way they react to it it's just we had like it was an easy answer of which one to cover it was definitely yeah but I think initially like when we started on when we chose the song to cover a long time ago it was our dad who was listening to it in the car and he like was hearing Sophia's like cowbell and stuff and then he kept put like not pushing it but like kept like hinting he was at like, like, Look at like, this video. Look at this video. Yeah, or, like he showed like another band covering it, and, like, oh you guys could like look you guys could do it this way, like yeah, you know, like picking up different things and and then like finally I don't know, we just learned it and I was like, Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, I think I think also when I looked up the song, I was like, Oh, I know the song and then I realized it was from that scene in Selena where she's <laughs> like goes to Mexico for the first time and then I started learning the guitar parts and then there's a solo in there that's like kind of hard and so I was trying to learn that by ear and then we started playing it live and people went crazy and so we were like let's just make the song longer and so we added like a jam section where we're just playing like cumbia riffs and stuff like that and so with this new song that's coming out we just added our own twist onto the classic and we hope that people receive it well and we're just so excited to to dance with everyone at the shows like yeah. when we release it and blessed it in the car, in the car.
4: <laughs> <laughs> So is your dad like your manager? Oh, I would say so. If I mean your dad always.
5: <laughs> I will give I'm gonna give him so much credit because a lot of the good ideas that we've had come from this man. Like mm-hmm. and all the success is because of that man and our mother, like if we would not be where we are today without them and we're so fortunate to have our parents back us the way they do. So oh, yes. That's awesome. Oh. Yes.
4: It's a family affair.
5: It is. Of course. <laughs>
4: That's super cool. So on a scale from like manager parent from like Abraham Quintanilla to Kris Jenner, like (laughs) we're on that spectrum. (laughs) That's a horrible spectrum, spectrum, girl. (laughs) No, I
5: think he's a good mix. He like really has our best interest at heart. And it's so rare to find because even growing up. Along the side of a lot of other younger bands, um, locally, they didn't stick around because their parents weren't very supportive and they wanted them to get real jobs, but real jobs, I say in quotation marks with my fingers, but no, he, our parents are always trying to tell us to keep a balance and to really dive into what fills our heart and what gives us a passion for life, which is music and sisterhood. So we just really want to keep doing it forever, as long as we can and they support that. That's I will so say dope. our dad gives Kris Jenner vibes during the performance. <laughs> because he's in, what he's way? in face with the camera.
4: <laughs> You're doing amazing, whole, sweetie. Like,
5: dancing behind it. He's like, you know the thing she does on the that music video? He's yeah. literally doing that.
4: I love so I it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like a Tina Knowles. That's a really good manager mom. Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom. Oh,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll, he'll be up yeah. there. He'll be he'll be one of the legends. Oh, soon, yeah, I hope so. so. That'd be so
4: funny. I love that. That's super funny. You guys sound like a good time. I want to come over for dinner. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, yes. I would <laughs> I, 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 I would love movies. that. <laughs>
5: yes. I love y'all. Y'all y'all are like when I have my AirPods in, I'm listening to the podcast, you're like my best friends for the 45 minutes, I listened to you. We love that.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We do have a a final question to sort of wrap up our conversation today. So we consider Locatora Radio to be an audio archive, and we wanted to ask each of you if your future selves were to come back and listen to this interview in five years, ten years, what would you want to say to your future self right now on this episode?
5: Oh my gosh, I'm no. going to cry. That's all I want to do. <laughs> I would say to remain grateful for everything, for yourself, and to have compassion and to dream and to focus on everything that's good because there's so much bad in the world and so much unnecessary bad that we hold on to. Just to keep growing and to keep loving because love is really like the only thing that can ground us for our whole lives. So focus on that. Future Sophia, I hope you've made an impact (laughs) on other female drummers the way that I want to right now, other young female drummers. I hope that you've let go of the idea that just because someone's older and they're behind the drum set, that doesn't make them better than you. You're capable of a lot more than you think and you're amazing and I love you. In five years, my future self is creative in a different way. I've pushed myself out of my my little box that sometimes I find myself in. I'll, I'll be proud of myself if we are still making music and impacting people, and that we have an album out. I hope. <laughs>
4: yeah, damn! By then, I hope, I
3: hope
5: so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great message.
3: Yes, love I love it. all of these. Thank you, the three of you, so so much for joining Locatora Radio. We hope to catch you in L.A. If not, we're going to have to make our way to Texas. Oh, yeah. It's time. Oh, Texas yes. tour. We've been wanting that to go so to Texas. We want to do a live show there. So let's see what we <gasps> yes. can orchestrate yes. together.
5: There is such a community for y'all here.
3: Oh, we need
4: to we do have like to go. a late night show with a live musical guest. <gasps> Featuring the Tiaras. <gasps> <T-R-S>. Oh, my <laughs> God. God. I'm already drafting the
3: email
4: Tiaras. Okay, love it. Let's do it. Write it down.
3: Locatora Radio is a production of Locatora Productions in partnership
4: with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts, listen to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
3: Besitos! Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela hosted by Mala Muñoz and the OSA Femmes.
0: Your Amex card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last. Make every tap music to your ears.
2: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations, and embrace your full potential.